You people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Welcome, folks, to the Animal Farm. Apparently, we can't get our intro to get played right here. I don't know what is going on. I think we have, might have to break out the Hennessy tonight this while is we're a, this on is the incredible. show okay. to deal with the, uh, <laughs> the incredible, the unbelievable. Oh, man. Animal I Farm. What's your, I think it was <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> oh, jeez. Welcome to the Animal Farm, the one and only. The date today is Thursday, June the 12th, 2008. I am Ben Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow disgruntled radio host, Player intro, right, please. <laughs> uh, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth, who's on the soundboard. Hello. We've got another stupendous show for everybody tonight. We're going to be getting to Dennis Kucinich and his push for impeachment of President Bush. Yeah. As well as his ridiculous appearance on O'Reilly. We've got a constitutional law scholar coming out and, and just ass-raping them pretty much on, on live television, which is great. And we've also got that classic animal farm analysis. And your phone calls straight ahead. You are on the farm. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Give us a call at 888-202-1984. Scotch, buddy. We're going to have wasted tonight. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Uh, 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us. If you'd like to instant message us, Animal Farm Show is our instant message name. Our website is animalfarmshow.com. As always, it is. It is the Animal Farm you are listening to, and we always start to show off with a bang and a very funny article that Tony always has a great time picking out. Oh, so which oh, one is boy. it this, well, this time, Tony? Well, once again, it was the... Thank you. It was the question <laughs> of which article. There's about four or five or maybe even six that I have that were just outrageous. I'll start with this one because this is kind of benign. Uh, no pun. You'll, you'll understand if I read the article. <laughs> a man has a 92-pound tumor removed from his abdomen. Ouch. I hope you're kidding. No, I'm not. A man in Bangladesh had a 92.5-pound tumor removed from his abdomen. Agents France Press reported on Wednesday, DACA Medical College Hospital surgeon Omar Ali told AFP the tumor, which was bigger than a football, is believed to be the largest removed by medical staff in the country. Wow. Yeah. He said the 40-year-old man, a rickshaw puller, noticed his stomach growing larger over the past two years, but thought the weight gain was from water retention. The surgery was performed Monday, uh, and it was successful so, so far. So, <laughs> 92 pounds, Ben. Some people don't even weigh that much. Wow, that's had a tumor. That's incredible. And, uh, okay, so we will get to the funny, and I'll start here. And this, this I'm sure, Pyth will have fun with this one. Uh, an Italian couple in Rome were caught having sex in a church confessional box. What in God's name is going on here? The couple in their early 30s were detained by police earlier this month after they had made love in the confessional box in the cathedral in northern Cecina. Uh, they were cautioned for obscene acts in public and disturbing religious function. Their lawyers said they had been drinking all night and they realized that they had gone 
too far. Come <laughs> in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer told the area's local newspaper on Wednesday the couple met with uh, the local bishop on Tuesday night, asked for his forgiveness, and that he had given it. So, I mean, was there any penance, Ben? Do you think they had to, like, say a couple Hail Marys, for God's sake? I have no clue. I mean, having sex in a confessional the house was like 69 Hail Marys right now. How low can you go? And uh, back to the health craziness. Man, <laughs> age 45, was revived successfully after his heart stopped for more than one hour. Wow. Yeah, the 45-year-old man suffered a massive heart attack, and rescuers used cardiac uh, massage to try to revive him without success before transferring him to a nearby hospital. He was revived just as doctors were preparing to remove his organs for transplants, now fueling ethical debates in France about when a person is dead. I guess they just can't figure out the you know when, when a person is really dead. Um, due to a series of complex circumstances, revival efforts continued for longer than usual for a patient whose heart was not responding to treatment until doctors started preparations to remove organs. Wow. So, yeah, um, it was at that point that the astonished surgeons noticed the man was beginning to breathe on his own. His pupils were active, and he was giving signs that he could feel pain. Finally, his heart started beating again. So several weeks later, the man can walk and talk, and it seems like he's doing just fine. Incredible. Uh, crazy stories. You know, it's, yeah. it's scary, too, because if it happens, and you know, they, they could... Start taking organs out of this person if he's not even dead yet. So, yeah. well, luckily for him, he uh, came back to life, so to speak. So, uh, that's kind of the crazy. And I, I know we we didn't talk a lot about police state. There's so much Big Brother news. I mean, there's so much more than just that tonight, Ben. But we were we had so many Big Brother type articles and police state news that we wanted to report on. And uh, tonight we pro- kind of promised to do that since we don't have Laura live tonight. But I want to start this off with the, I guess the final crazy article that maybe will start fueling the evening or get it off to a kickstart. <laughs> Seven were arrested for cheering at high school graduations. This is just more uh, freedom in America. Columbia, South Carolina, when school officials in Rock Hill, South Carolina, tell graduation ceremony crowds to hold their applause until the end, they mean it. Police arrested several people after they were accused of loud cheering during the ceremonies. Six people at Fort Mill High School's graduation were charged Saturday, and a seventh at the graduation for York Comprehensive High School was charged Friday with disorderly conduct authority. God, I love freedom. Good God. Police said the seven yelled after students' names were called. Quote, I just thought they were going to to escort me out, Jonathan Orr told the Herald uh, of Rock Hill, quote, uh, I have no idea they were going to put handcuffs on me and take me to jail. Oh, man. So it's no wonder why we are the most jailed uh, nation out of any nation around, because, yeah, because we're starting to arrest people for cheering. Because our police are on power trips? Well, that, there's a lot of reasons, Ben. We, we talked in depth about why it's occurring and all the steps, and, yeah, ultimately the police are turning against the people and vice versa, and so there you, know, there, there you have the beginning, beginning or maybe medium stages of martial law coming, so so many of this, and there was even one in the UK where uh, apparently a guy was laughing at a TV show, he was, you know, humored by this TV show, he fell off his couch, he was laughing so hard, his neighbor called the cops, because she heard the thump, and so, yes, they came to his door, and he got all disgruntled, and they arrested, they pepper sprayed him, so, you know, we know it's not just going on here in the United States, folks, it's probably a lot worse, yeah, it's a lot worse in Europe, in the UK, and, you know, you hear about so much of this, so... Uh, you know, you got to be careful. You got to make sure you don't uh, make any noise in your own home because uh, the peeping uh, toms across the uh, the yard there will call the cops on you. Incredible! <laughs> it's just, we're pathetic. Not, the whole country's shocked. Incredible! We've just come from a nation 
of people who are supposed to help one another and, and be fellow Americans and take care of one another, know your neighbors, treat your neighbors well, uh, to people who just start tattletelling on everybody, almost like school. Mm, yeah. ah, Billy spilled yogurt on me, man. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know where we get our morals from, but Ben, there you go. There's yeah. the intro crap. The, uh, uh, for everybody that doesn't know, we covered this uh, a while ago back on the show. With the, a Marine threw a puppy off of a cliff. Yes, this is an update. And uh, here's an update to that story. They actually admitted it the marine uh, corps actually admitted it and the, the guy has been uh punished for it um but um as as many people were covering it today michelle malkin is a person who denied the fact that the puppy even existed she said that it was fake um and that people you know inserted the sound and things of that nature um what so, an imagination she has <laughs> so kurt nimmo from infowars wrote a great article uh puppy chuck video michelle it's time for an apology so i guess they're trying to demand an apology from her um, and all the other neocons out there. It's not going to happen, obviously, um, but food for thought, really just exposing them for who they are. Uh, Ron Paul is going to end his campaign tonight, well, supposedly, yeah, I guess Associated well, Press is reporting. Yeah, see, from what I heard there, Ben, I, I, I didn't hear that it was definite, but yeah, I'm assuming that that's the big news. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But they usually, you know, they, they, it's, it's, it would probably take a lot of balls for them to report on it if it wasn't true. Um, so I'm sure there's probably some, some yeah. truth to it. Uh, unfortunately. Yep. Well, you know, it was it was in a hell of a run, and it, I think it accomplished many, many things. And you know, Ron Paul is pretty much my hero in life, and so yeah, uh, I, I have no regrets. And you know, listen, obviously, we would have loved to have seen him in the White House, or maybe even seen him uh, st stay in the race longer. You never know with McCain. McCain looks like he's gonna, you know, croak tomorrow. No offense, I'm not, I'm not wishing that, but he doesn't look very healthy. Yeah. And uh, well, let me read the uh, let me read what they're what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, what are they saying? Go ahead. What are they saying? Republican presidential candidate Ron Paul will end his campaign Thursday night and announce a new effort to help elect libertarian-leaning Republican to public offices around the country. Campaign spokesman Jesse Benton said the announcement, expected during a speech outside the Texas Republican Convention, was not a disappointment at all. I think this is really exciting. Paul's announcement will be. A formality. The 17-year-old, the 72-year-old Texas congressman won few delegates during the Republican primaries, but he raised millions of dollars online and developed a large grassroots following among those who backed his call for the end of the war in Iraq and smaller government at home. Supporters have pushed for a speaking role for him at Republican National Convention in September in St. Paul, Minnesota. And this is really what gets me as a Ron Paul supporter. The guy got way more uh, got way more votes than anybody else, uh, any of the losers out there, you know. Uh, McCain, obviously, he got more uh, higher, higher uh, percentage well, polls than McCain, to begin yeah. with. Yeah, and um, also Rudy Giuliani. But you know damn well Rudy Giuliani is going to be speaking at the Republican National Convention. So it really, just no question, really just goes to show you that somebody that gets more money than somebody, uh, somebody that gets higher numbers than somebody, more military uh, contributions than anybody, Absolutely. and he's not going to get a, a chance to speak there. So well, yeah, I mean, we talked about with the veteran issue uh, last show. You know, we talked to Jeffrey Humphrey, and we talked to uh, a lot of people out there, callers calling, and about you know about the the fact that Ron Paul gets all the donations and the most donations from all the troops, and that the troops basically stand for what he stands for, and they want uh, they want to change, they want to you know get out of this ridiculous war. So you know, either way, we'll see what the I guess the news is ten o'clock our time, ten o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock 
uh, Central. He's, he's going to make the announcement, and obviously we'll be watching after the show is over. And if it is true, Ben, if he is going to you know move on to different things, and either way, like I said before, no regrets, and uh, you know perhaps a big round of applause if you wouldn't mind, Pyeth, for one of the greatest men this country has ever produced. It was a great success, and the issues that he put out there were so incredible to hear him uh, debating a bunch of losers on stage and talking about how, talking about the Federal Reserve bringing that up, bringing foreign troops home from other countries. I mean, that's that was a revolutionary thing in itself. And to see him do it so so often on so many uh, places and so many stages and making so many candidates look like the buttheads that they were, just uh, some incredible stuff, and, and I'm very happy to have been a part of it. Yeah, just the eye-opening in general uh, from from the debates. I mean, you know, very few things have made me prouder than watching the debates from the very start of him, uh, you know, in front of Giuliani, questioning Giuliani, the whole controversy with, you know, we invited the attacks, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But just the way he speaks, nobody, maybe except for Kucinich in the very beginning, but again, he was on the Democratic side. Yeah. Nobody really talks about the real problems anymore. It's always about this high school he said, she said nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just you know makes people want to turn the channel, and I can't blame them. Nobody wants to hear me bitch and moan in front of people about no- about nothing, especially yeah. if I'm running for office. So well, I think that contributes to the whole the whole uh, you know in terms of the whole uh, <laughs> acting like a high school student and, and making these false debates and stuff. We're gonna be we're gonna be playing this uh, O'Reilly Kucinich clip tonight. And I it's am. Just That's a good one. The too. most ridiculous thing that you've ever heard. So definitely stay tuned tuned for that. Now, Tony, am I right in saying um, in, in, in police state news that only in New York, only supervisors are going are going to be able to carry tasers? Yeah, the, the recent decision that came out, it was uh, Monday or Tuesday. I think it was decided on Monday, Ben. And actually, I can dig up the Post article. But yeah, the, the decision was that in, in before they you know deliver these tasers, before they buy them, of course, and designate all these tasers to the 50,000 cops or however many cops they have now in New York City, they have a lot, obviously. Before they give these tasers out like candy, they're going to only restrict them to supervisors. But now, I mean, just immediately, within two days, I'm already hearing about backlash. I'm already hearing about they should reconsider. So, um, yeah. you know, the taser, the taser thing is a real interesting debate. There was another article that came out two days ago about a guy who was uh, being detained by several officers who tried to swallow a bag of cocaine, so they tased them. You know, I'm not against tasers. I'm, I'm actually for the idea that, you know what, it's probably better to use tasers than a bullet, if you can, if, you know, the situation arises. But, again, you, you talk about the cops. We talk about how they're abusing their privileges to begin with, you know, arresting people at a friggin' graduation ceremony. And, of course, that that's the that's the moderate. The extreme is the Hope Steffi incident. I mean, yeah. we'll, you know, we'll get into that later, maybe, but... The idea that you got to be careful with how you trust. Not every cop thinks the same way. Not every cop has the same morals. Mm-hmm. And even though they should basically follow the same rules, because they've all swore, sworn an oath, they don't. Uh, so you have because you have good cops and bad cops, if you will. And yeah, so they, they've only restri- restricted them to supervisors. Pardon me, um, but yeah. That could change. That might change by next week. I don't know what the process. Yeah, and one of the other big problems with it is is the fact that they <laughs> they get these tasers and they think, oh my goodness, I could tase this guy and, and just make him submit to me without even hurting him or right. without putting any marks on him. Right. And and they use these tasers and they abuse the crap out of them, which is which is the major problem with them in the first place. Is yeah. You give somebody power and they think they're a freaking god and they could use tasers however they want. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I guess the ultimate idea is that. You know, these are supposed to be non-lethal. These are touted you know, as non-lethal, and of course, there's so many different types of tasers out there. So, uh, you know, you can go with different wattage and all that. But basically, 
tasers are not non-lethal. They have killed before. We talked about the Vancouver incident when it happened uh, in the airport. Uh, you know, not that it wasn't justified, not that the usage is not justified, but it's not a non-lethal weapon. It is lethal in many cases. I mean, you're shocking someone, so someone with a bad heart just uh, off the top. Uh, obviously, that can end someone's life. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a topic of big controversy. And uh, I think basically the, the root of the controversy you know, happens and stems from the idea that it's being used more than a gun because it's touted as non-lethal. Yep. So you have you know, the student incident in the school and you know, it's, it's being abused. So uh, I, I'm all in favor of the decision. Maybe the supervisors can try it out again. This is New York City. This is unlike any city in the world. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be careful if you're just going to give all the cops tasers at once. But I, I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, Ben, I am for the use of them. I'm for every officer having them because if you have a situation where you don't have to use your gun, it might prevent death. So, uh-huh. that, again, but that's in a perfect world. That's in a, a world where all cops follow their oath and don't just abuse the power that they have, and in many cases, the taser. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, <laughs> that's just my take on it. Now, but. Why doesn't somebody pull forty-five and... Bang! Settle it. Yeah, sure, folks. If you're just joining us for the first time, it's the Animal Farm Radio Show, and we talk about a lot of things. We have a pretty fast-paced, moving show. We'll cover a lot of topics, but you can call in 512-646-1984. You can talk about whatever you like. This is the first segment, which is now over. When we come back, uh, we're going to just basically uh, touch upon McCain a little bit more. I know he says he wants to veto all the beers now. Mm-hmm. i got to play that, but just for fun. <laughs> just because the Animal Farm. And also, we have Constitutional Scholar coming out and saying it's time to for the Dems to pony up and everybody else to pony up and started peaching. So, uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about serious? when we get you, back. You do the serious, I'll do the non-serious. All right, okay. stay tuned. We shall return. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, 
Survivalist. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Somewhere along the way, too many Republicans in Congress became indistinguishable from the big spending Democrats that they used to oppose. The only power of government that could stop them was the power of the veto, and it was rarely used. If that authority is entrusted to me, I will use the veto as needed. I will veto every single beer, a bill with earmarks, and every single bill that we have come across my desk, I will make them famous. I will veto them. You will know their names. Every single beer, folks. So you better, if you enjoy beer, you better be careful. You figure he would have like laughed at himself there, maybe had a little bit of humility, like ha ha ha. He has no sense of humor whatsoever. Six, and I can't read off a teleprompter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so just on that last note, old bat. you know, he look, he, what is he, 67, 66? I, I mean, <laughs> I mean no, not, not that that's old, but, you know, I mean, obviously his, his mother's still alive. Did you hear about him? 900 years old, you wish. Did you see the, the piece that he had, the, one of his recent speeches he was behind, or he's in front of a green screen? You, you didn't see that? Oh, no. Folks, you got to check it out. I think Colbert has the, on the Colbert Report, he actually gave you the footage of him in front of the green screen, and everybody made their own projects out of it. They took out the green screen. Oh, that's like, classic. Like, like clips from 1920 with, like, you know, horse and carriage or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what oh, made wow. the campaign um, choose the green screen, but either way, uh, you know, you could take out green and put anything you want or blue, so people were putting all kinds of obscene things behind McCain. Uh, you can just use your imagination. So, okay, that's the funny. Ben, uh, back to reality. Yes, back to reality. Uh, a constitutional law scholar, Jonathan Hurley, came out and, and went on Oberman's show and really just railed the Democrats. And this is a great clip that we have here. Jonathan Turley uh, was in the movie Washington, You're Fired. If you haven't seen that movie, it's an Incredible movie, great movie, um, yes. absolutely on the same level of freedom to fascism. Definitely. Um, if you if you want to check it out, you want to support the show. Actually, you can go to animalfarmshow.com. Bottom right hand corner, we have it featured there. You just click on that link and sure. and buy the film. Buy, buy a couple copies. Hand it out to your to your friends for Father's Day. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Buy um, buy in bulk. It helps us. Buy in bulk. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's just a it's a it's a great great movie. And Jonathan Turley is featured in it. But uh, the the man is brilliant, and he's. He's a true patriot. So here's a clip of him just railing on Democrats. 
Uh, but there are plenty of crimes there. This is a target-rich environment. What's really disturbing for many of us is that it takes a real effort for Democrats to walk from the floor to their offices and not trip over crimes. I mean, they are all over the record, from destruction of evidence to illegal surveillance to unlawful uh, torture uh, programs. They're all over the place. And what's amazing is that the president is hiding in plain view. He hasn't really denied the elements of these offenses. So all that is lacking is political will. Now, that doesn't mean that, that suddenly the Democrats are going to get principle and say, my God, we took an oath and we need to fulfill it regardless of the outcome. But it does mean that at least one member, and actually more than one, are really calling their colleagues to the floor and saying, it's time to pony up. It's time to answer the public of whether you stand for the Constitution and against its abridgment. Have we ever seen a situation like this before, John? I, obviously, 1868 and Andrew Johnson, uh, there were constitutional issues, but that was a political box that he was squeezed into. Various um, laws came by that said he couldn't dismiss anybody who worked basically for the government. Right. He violated those laws. They impeached him. He was kind of set up, even though he probably was not a very good president. Clearly, uh, the, the, the Clinton impeachment, whatever legalities were involved in that, that was to some degree a setup too. This is different in that it, it's, it's a political issue again, but it's, a, it's not the politics of impeaching somebody, it's the politics of not impeaching somebody who seems to clearly constitutionally deserve it. Yeah, that is the most remarkable, if not bizarre, aspect of all this, that President Bush's allies in the last seven years have been the Democratic leadership and the Democratic members that have repeatedly stepped in to protect him, not just from impeachment, but serious investigation. And it's part of a very cynical political strategy. It has succeeded. The Democrats know that they can retain the Congress if they just let this guy, you know, sort of ripe on, ripen on the vine, and that they're afraid that there could be a backlash if they try to impeach. But, of course, that's literally all politics and no principle. They took an oath in the House of Representatives. And the most important thing that they have to do as House members is to stand firm in the face of presidential crimes. And I think history will be very, very severe, not just for Speaker Pelosi, but all of the Democrats, of how they could let this come to pass, where they stood silent and did nothing in the face of such compelling criminal rights. Record. Well, clearly they are going to let it come to pass in this way. So that begs the question, is there anything to do after January 20th of next year? Is there any mechanism or precedent for dealing with a presidency that has already ended? Well, there's a lot that can be done. I mean, first of all, the new administration can certainly reverse some of the more outrageous acts of this administration with regard to torture and lawful surveillance, the misuse of the FISA court, the misuse of the state secrets privilege. All those things can be done. One thing that they may have to consider, which would be interesting since they it could be the Democrats controlling Congress and the White House, but they could consider bringing back the special counsel law that they got rid of after the Clinton administration. What we've seen with Attorney General Mukasey and his predecessors is that the system just hasn't worked. That you don't have attorney, when the Attorney General does not have the principle and independence to allow investigations, to submit evidence to grand juries, the system literally shuts down. And we may have to re-examine whether we need a special counsel that can be called upon on such occasions. All right, so that was uh, 
uh, what's his face? Uh, Jonathan Hurley, constitutional scholar, uh, brilliant person, but he makes a great point about the Democrats and how the Democrats are basically Bush's best friend. Mm -hmm. uh, people are starting to realize this on a mass scale now, so it's, it's, we're living in incredible times here. The two party system is obviously, uh, completely broken. And what you're having, uh, the reason that the Democrats aren't impeaching him is because they're guilty of basically not defending the Constitution themselves uh, via their oath of office, and because they're not defending the Constitution, they're guilty. So they're basically covering their own asses, sure. and uh, not to mention they also want to violate it themselves when they get more power as well. So this is what you have here in this country, and, and you know, the people that think that Barack Obama is going to change things mm -hmm. are sadly mistaken. I have a, a, a list here of Barack Obama quotes, um, just foreign policy quotes. Forget the fact <laughs> Forget the fact of, of the civil liberties and the fact that we've just covered this Tuesday. He co-sponsored a bill that yeah. um, that that said that he wanted to make a biometric database in the United States. He's for, for just like McCain's for uh, secretly spying on Americans. Exactly. Same thing, different different brand. Same thing. Okay, and and let me read these. Go ahead. These, uh, these quotes to you, and, and you tell me who they sound like, okay? <laughs> he says, the danger from Iran is grave. It is real, and my goal will be to eliminate this threat. Obama George said in a speech to a conference of the American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee, a pro-Israeli law. Yeah, yep. sure. He says, I will do everything in my power to prevent Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Everything, he said, to a standing yeah. ovation. Um, he says, the first step must be getting off the wrong battlefield in Iraq and taking the fight to the terrorists in, Af in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Mm -hmm. uh, so he wants to increase troops in Afghanistan and wants to go to war with Pakistan. Sure. Uh, a nuclear power. So the yeah. second step in my strategy will, to be, will be to build our capacity and partnerships to track down, capture, or kill, kill terrorists around the world. He also says, take down terrorist networks from the ro remote islands of Indonesia's to the sprawling cities of Africa, he says, um, and it's just you know it's it's incredible. He's a very very pro war uh, and and shows it. Well, he started his campaign off. He started you know for a guy who started off his campaign in many of the early debates saying very openly that the war in Iraq was unwise to quote him. Mm -hmm. Now you know depending depending on who he's speaking to, and I guess this could be said for almost any politician, Ben. But Barack Obama's but not right, Paul. He's a really you know, absolutely right. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. But uh, Barack Obama speaks very well, but he's also very slick. And yeah, that's when we covered that when he was speaking in front of the uh, that Israeli group. I said, wow. Says talk about really saying what people want to hear. Yeah, you're like this guy's a freaking warmonger. You know, and then that to me is one of the big major issues that you really have to be careful how you cover it, whether it's on TV or on radio. Is is the Israeli-American alliance? You really have to be careful for it. I'm frankly not for it. I have nothing against Jewish people, just to put it on the record. But you, you better put it on the record. Uh, well, you have to. Otherwise, you're anti-Semitic. Like God forbid. <laughs> uh, folks, many much more. When we come back. House Republicans block longer jobless benefits. Uh, so much more to come on the Unfarm. Stay tuned. Obama is a mess. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now. Like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this infobomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. society because of all of these different toxins known to affect brain function. We're seeing a society that not only has a lot more people of lower IQ, but a lot fewer people of higher IQ. In other words, a dumbing down, a chemical dumbing down of society. So everyone's sort of mediocre. That leaves them dependent on government because they can't excel. We have these people of lower IQ who are totally dependent. Then we have this mass of people who are going to believe anything they're told because they can't really think clearly. And very few people of very high IQ who have good cognitive function who can figure this all out. And that's what they want. So, you know, you can kind of piece it together as to why they are so insistent in spending so many hundreds of millions of dollars of propaganda money to dumb down society. 
Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show. I played that clip. It's entitled Fluoride and Aspartame Make You Stupid, and you can find it on YouTube and many other sites on the Internet. I don't want to open up a fluoride debate or an aspartame debate. I played it because I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a very interesting way for someone to categorize what's going on in this particular country um, as far as information, people knowing their surroundings, being familiar with what's going on, uh, specifically talking about government action. But I did want to jump into, and you know, I really want to break the this police state news kind of thing because there's so much going on and I want to lead it off with this program that's going on in several states I know at least in California where police officers are walking into classrooms high school classrooms for example and they are putting on a hoax literally telling the, the kids in the classroom that one of their classmates obviously missing that day from the class has been killed in a drunk driving accident uh, not necessarily that that person was drinking and driving, or that maybe just that person was killed by a drunk driver. Yeah. This is going on. This is a Ben. This is a what? funded program that's going on in America. Yes. And I'm going to police repeat it again, just so people know, man, because that is just repeat it again. Police state. Police state. People walk. Police walking into classrooms, telling children that their fellow classmate is dead. I understand why this is happening. I know that we we have to start getting into kids heads i don't want to i don't want to say children kids these are really young adults okay so i want to categorize it correctly we i know we have to get the message out there drinking and driving can cause it causes a lot of fatalities it's very you know it's a big problem in the country Do we know how old these children were i think these particular kids were in high school let's say in ninth tenth grade i don't really know off the top man maybe this report maybe i just forgot it but let me play the report ben and then we got to open this up and then i think this will kind of branch and lead to other things because this it makes me crazy it makes yeah. me very angry all right on may 26th a police officer walked into el camino high school in california with some very tragic news he told the students that their classmate Brittany bennett had been killed in a horrible car crash the victim of drunk driving the students many of them in hysterics listened as the officer read a eulogy and placed a rose on Brittany's chair after an hour of letting the news sink in the truth was revealed the whole thing was a hoax. Brittany was alive. The entire scene was staged to teach them all a lesson. Now take a look at this. The same students look on as their classmates, along with police officers and firefighters, perform a mock alcohol-related car crash. Students taking part in this grisly scene say that it is so traumatic that it just might work. Officer Paula Todd is with the California Highway Patrol. She's been part of more than 800 of these simulations. Uh, welcome, Officer. Good to have you here. Good morning, Martha. You know, when I first heard this story, it really shocked me. I thought if somebody put my kids through this at school, I don't know that I would be comfortable with it. I think it's pushing the envelope really? a little bit you don't know? far. Well, no, I, and I you don't know if you'd be well, comfortable with it. I have to it. give credit. I forgot this particular Fox News pundit's name. It's like called like News Desk or something. Uh, I, I have to give her credit because, yeah. you know, she's kind of questioning, like, wait a minute. If my child was in school and you pulled this, this is not, I'm not comfortable with that as a parent. And i got to give her some credit for that. O'Reilly and Hannity or whoever else, you know, or even Edie Hill would be, oh, yeah, this is great. Teach them a lesson, those bastard kids. <laughs> uh, in telling them that a specific student has just died. Well, the impact that we're trying to create on these children, these teens, rather, is that when they are faced with the choice of drinking and driving, they will think back 
at this program and makes the mature decision not to drink and drive. Yeah, but hold on a second. Wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. <laughs> Back up a second. Wait a minute. First of all, these you're talking about stopping a choice that might be made, might be made in the future by these children. These children or these kids, these adolescents, whatever you want to call them, these high school students, they didn't have a choice to participate in this program. Someone came in, a law enforcement official came in yeah. and lied to these you know, these these students, they had no choice. They didn't they didn't ask for this. You can't find a better way to teach someone the dangers of drinking and driving besides lying to them and making them feel a real loss. It's incredible. It's, it's just sick. What it's trauma based mind control. And not only that, but it, it it goes even further than that. And I don't want to get off this. We'll come back to it. But they, I'm not done with the clip yet. But you're right, Ben. But they've done they've done things where they go into classrooms of kindergartens, point guns at their heads, and and do terrorist drills, and the kindergartens wet their pants. Of course. I mean, this, they this has pants. happened time and time again, and and there's been video of it. Alex Jones has covered this on many many different occasions, where he's literally videotaped people, uh, uh, the government ripping children out of parents' arms and and taking them on a bus. It is incredible. What's happening in public schools today is is absolutely nuts. Right. So yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you're right. I you know want what? a logic complaint. I want a logic complaint too. Trauma based mind control. You said it exactly right. Um, and and besides the choice that these poor students don't have to listen to this ridiculous nonsense and to be lied to, because yeah. of course they're going to believe it. I mean, I don't know how successful this program can be because now that it's out, hello, you know, people are going to talk. Uh, yeah. Come on, they're they're doing this. This is all bull, you know, bull crap. But at the same time, you're also assuming that these uh, students are going to be. I, I know they're going to be out. I know they're going to go to clubs. And, you know, most of them are going to you know go to bars and they're going to drink. Yes, that's kind of what people do. You know, unfortunately, in this fading republic, we have a drinking age of 21 in most states, which is ridiculous to begin with. Frankly, I think if you eliminate the drinking age or lower it to something ridiculous like, I don't know, 15, I don't think you have a lot of these troubles. But either way, can we find a better way to figure out how to teach people not to drink and drive? Have any of them just been so traumatized by this that it's, you know, that their parents are upset, that they're angry with the school for allowing them to do this? No. This has been the first time that we have had this response. We have conducted this program for eight years. You're a liar. If you're a parent and you're listening to this show and your student, your child uh, has gone through this and you think it's a good idea, I want you to call in 512-646-1984. And before we talk, <laughs> about, before we talk about the shortcomings of the school, the shortcomings of the police department, and the shortcomings of this whole program, of this, of everybody. I want to talk about the shortcomings of you as a parent for not teaching your your child, your kids, when they're growing up just she's to be like, smart about it. She's acting, she, she's like, what? We've done this for eight years. We've done this for eight years. What's wrong? What's yeah. the problem? We've never oh, yeah, done complaints fine. before. It's the job done. Like you said, well, yeah, if you put a gun to a little kid's head and they wet their pants, yeah, they're going to be scared the rest of their life. That's going to help them. It is highly appreciated and respected by the school board. All parents and the all parents. You're going to tell me not one. The friggin' host of Fox News just said <laughs> that she is uncomfortable with this. You're going to tell me, and you think I'm going to believe that all parents are comfortable with this? This is lies. I don't Dude. think so, Tucker. What are you seeing in terms of progress? You know, a decrease in the accident rate as a result of these demonstrations. Well, in 2006, 139 people were killed and another 2,600 people were injured. Last year, those numbers have lowered. 80 people were killed, almost 2,400 people were injured. So we are looking oh, it must at a be de because decrease, but you have to say to yourself, 80 people killed, 
That's still too many. To me, Ben, this this is still too many. We've got to do something yeah. more. We've got to make it worse. I was trying to kind of come up with in my head some kind of way to, you know, associate this idea that every time there's a problem, the solutions that our governments and our schools, for example, uh, come up with are just so asinine and you know so what they're gonna do out next, of the way. Yeah. You know what they're going to do next? They're going to, they're going to, the police are going to hire an alcoholic bum. Okay, he's going to walk in the classroom. He's going to rape a girl in front of the students. Okay? Oh, yeah, because that teaches them about rape. And then he's going to continue to tell them that he was an alcoholic, and that's why he raped the girl, and then everything will be fine. It, nobody, yeah. nobody will ever drink again. Just like what we talked about with the kindergartners, how they were giving them water with fluoride in it to help them with their teeth, because obviously kindergartners' teeth fall out all the time. You know, they're going to fall out anyway. But they said, oh, yeah, there's a solution. So kids obviously cannot be taught how to brush their own teeth. Uh, you know, monkeys can because they use stuff in the jungle, but kids can. <laughs> so now we're going to give them fluoride to ingest, no less, uh, instead of teaching them how to brush their teeth. With, uh, you know, don't give out toothbrushes. This is the beginning. This is the baby steps of socialism, oh, communism. And, and what better and, president and than Barack Obama to facilitate this unfriggin' believable socialism, like you said, Ben? It makes me sick. I don't even. I don't. I'm not a parent. I don't have a child. But I would never think. I mean, do you think you know why homeschooling's at an all-time high in this country now? Because of this stuff. Because they're because lying they, to students they about win the deaths bees. of their own classmates. Yeah, it's 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 horrible, man. It's it's, it's disgusting. It's We've reached a low point here at this country. Wow, absolutely pathetic. Um, we'll be back momentarily, folks. You are listening to the Animal Farm, Ray from Pennsylvania. Stay on the line. We'll get to your phone calls. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four is the number to reach us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I don't know what we're yelling about. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E-Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. On the We the People Radio Network, number to call in, as always, is 512-646-1984, and you can instant message us. At Animal Farm Show, one word, that's A-I-N. Thanks once again for all your support. We got a lot of emails and some um, some great uh, forum entries, I should say, Ben, after the previous show. So, folks, thank you for that. Once again, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website, folks. Top right corner, the forums button, become one with the farm. Yes. You know, like It's like very zen-like, that whole thing. Uh, and we do appreciate the help and the information because we can only get so much info out. Uh, I, 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 I want ahead, you to be on my team. I, I'm there, George. So, you know, we're, we're, we're just talking, and I, I guess I want to finish up on this whole idea that there's this program apparently now for eight years, and I guess it's, I don't know, other than California, but I'm not really sure where else it's going on, but, you know, there's officers of the law walking into classrooms and basically lying to the kids in the class, the you know, the students, about a death, one of their classmates dying. So, yeah. I mean, the first question I had is, wait a minute, they obviously have to make sure someone's going to be missing from the class. So, do they ask the parents' permission? I mean, does that student play hooky that day? What? How do they get this done? I don't know. And it's very well thought out. It's very calculating, and it's very just evil. It's very deceptive. Yes. And uh, I don't agree with it at all. Period. I think there's better ways to teach people about the dangers of driving drunk, and there are plenty of dangers. And I'm not trying to undermine this problem. It's a huge problem, and unfortunately, people die for no reason because someone can't, you know is drunk mm-hmm. behind the wheel. So I'm all in favor of the crackdown of the problem. And I could even somewhat, somewhat deal with the, you know, the Stasi style checkpoints that go on all over the place on, you know, major holidays. You know, it could be no. Freedom Day and the whole friggin' highway I, is I, backed up. I can't, I can't no. agree with you on that, but no, I, I but, hear you. But continue. I, can't. I, I know, but I, I'm just trying to sugarcoat it. I don't, I don't like it. It's illegal, first of all. And now, 
I lied. I apologize. I'm not for that either. But I'm just trying to get to yeah. I'm just trying to get to the point that look. I know we have a problem. I know that people get creative with trying to find solutions for the problem. But this is not the solution for this particular problem. I you know. Kids are not stupid. We treat them like idiots, and this is the result. So we have a, you know, an officer. How does an officer go in and lie and, and be able to do this? But sure enough, the follow-up was uh, out of Fox News, out of the Associated Press, I should say. Teachers now defend tactics in hoax DWI program. I'm not going to read it. It just basically kind of, you know, talks about what we just said about the process and about how it's been going on. And, oh, it's so great. All the parents love it. Oh, I love when my student, you know, when my child is lied to, but especially by the cops. I mean, that just really makes the cops. They come up, hey, well, guess what, Mom? Hey, yeah. Today, a police officer walked into school and said Brittany was dead. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> and now I'm never going to drive drunk. I'll just do heroin instead. So uh, <laughs> it, it makes you sick. Wow. And, and I'm really, you know, I'm just getting to the point now where, like you said, Ben, and you, when we initially talk about this you really put it in context trauma-based mind control and that's not in my opinion what america stands for you're listening to the animal farm radio show on we the people radio network hey you're listening to ben tony and pyatt on animal farm radio show hey you touch that dial i'll break your f***ing head Oh my goodness, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website, 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us. We're here chilling, having a good time, sure. drinking some scotch. Okay. Ray, you are on the air. What's going on? Hey, Ben. How are you doing? I'm well, Ray. How are you? Excellent. Tony? I Ray, how are you? you? Our good, good friend, Ray. For bringing up this, this issue about the California thing. But it does confirm one thing. It does enforce the, that the government does lie to you. <laughs> yes, it does, Ray. We and then do just, just before I... Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say thanks for all the support. I mean, you, you've been a big contributor to the to the uh, farm, and all the emails are Thank very you. much appreciated. So, just wanted to say that over the air. Thank you. Excellent. Good and, stuff. But you know, let me tell you something. Is what is the crying wolf? This is what what these what's, what's happening over there. You know, you tell somebody a lie, like there's there's a big fireball coming from the sky, and everybody looks up, and so the next time that there is a fireball coming down from the sky, no one's going to believe it. And that's a very good that's point. A great point, right? It happened when, when somebody in the class does die, and that none of them are going to think that the person's dead. Wow. Well, the first question I had was, wait a minute. I mean, you know, the initial response when I saw this report on CNN was, wait a minute. Okay, this obviously couldn't have been. This can't be going on for too long because kids are real smart. They're over the internet a lot more than anybody else is. They probably would figure, hey guys, if this happens in your class, by the way, through email or something like that, text message. Hey, look, if some, you know, if a cop comes in and says that someone's dead, just laugh and throw spitballs at him. This has been, you know, this has been going on. So. I I, Ray, it baffles my mind that it's been going on this long, if it actually indeed has been going on this long. But on top of that, it just to me, it doesn't seem like it ever could be that effective, because now, especially now with the mainstream attention, you figure people are going to catch on. But, let's, but now let's reverse the roles, okay? So we have the police going into the classroom and saying that Susie's dead, and this is, this is what happened. You put a flower on her chair and everything else. Let's reverse the roles. Let's let the student go to the police department and say that Susie is dead, and Susie's not really dead. Now, you could be charged with a very serious crime for doing that. Absolutely right. Yes. Okay? 
No question. Hey, well, you know, let me, let me go even a step further. Let me be the, 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 you know, the crazy nut here and say, what if a kid passes out and bangs his head against the floor because right. it, the trauma is too much for him or her to take? What if a kid gets injured? What if a kid goes nuts and puts, you know, punches his hand through the window? I mean, all of this what? stuff, and I, not that it's going to happen, and I'm not trying to make a practical solution or, or make it uh, the idea that it's going to happen, but it's just the idea that they're lying to students to teach a lesson. And okay. I'm all for teaching them the lesson, but not in this way. There's got to be a hundred better ways to okay. do it. So, so, so when we were growing up, I'm, I'm 40, maybe 47 years old, they had these programs, Scared Straight or whatever. They would bring kids to the morgue to see a dead body. Now, if you want sure. to bring, go to the morgue to see sure. the dead Susie, because Susie really is dead, yes. do that. Oh, yeah, no, right, I couldn't agree more. In fact, I mean, I, and I'm not trying to just... That's kind of messed up, though, no, too. But you know, but you know what, Ben? I think, you know, the idea that, first of all, a lot of kids today, a lot of kids in school, a lot of them take so much for granted. You know, they have everything's been given to them, and because of technology and how advanced it is, everything is so easy. So I'm all in favor of, you know, showing them, hey, this is a prison. This is what happens when blah, blah, blah happens. But you know what, man? Go, i, I got to interject, and i got to say that it's not government's role to do that. It's not their role no, to no, sit no. there and teach life lessons this like is a that, school man. Thing, ben. Parents. It's a school thing. This is a school but program. It's, but it's well, not you know, the I school's... Would, ben, I would agree with you to one extent. I mean, I'm a libertarian, and I don't think it's the government's role to be doing that. I, I agree with you. But if you are going to teach some type of a lesson, um, you know, whatever, maybe even, even the police department taking kids and saying, hey, this is, this is what happens, and actually show the real life what happens to people. Yeah, it's, it's just about making up your own mind. You know, they're not letting these kids make up their own mind. They're lying to them. They're deceiving them. Lying is always wrong, and lying is always unethical. Everything I was taught from day one, right? Everything I was taught, don't take drugs, you know, don't lie. All this stuff is just being reversed on the kids today in school. Everything, you know, they're giving them the friggin' drugs now, and they're lying to them. So it seems like we're really going backwards in our schools. And I, I'm with both of you guys as far as, no, I don't want the government teaching my kid, you know, what, what they want. No. Uh, but at the same time, I'm all in favor of, you know, instead of going to, like, the gardens, you know, the botanical gardens for a cluster, maybe we should go to a prison. Maybe we should try to bring, you know, children, kids at any See, age. I don't mind, I don't mind showing children reality. Point, just, just reality. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind showing them reality or, or even putting on a movie. I, one of my teachers put on um, put on the Twilight Zone it's a, to, oh, to, sure, teach us, sure. to teach us something. It's different if you're using art to, to teach something or you're using reality, something reality-based to that's teach not, something. Yeah, that's what I'm but if you're going in there and you're do using trauma-based mind control and you're lying and telling your kids that a fellow student's dead, I mean, it's right, just dead, right. it's bananas to me. I, I don't get There's it. There's no envelope. Banana, but I like the word pushed. trauma. You use the word trauma, and that is a correct word to use. Because that's going to stay with somebody the rest of their life. That's what we, you know, we homeschooled our kids for a long, long period of time. Oh, bless you know? your soul. Uh, no, you know what? I, I give you a lot of credit, right? I bet you your kids are brilliant, huh? Yeah, probably. Well, one graduated college, and then the other one's in college now doing, um, she wants to be a mortician, of all things. Sure. <laughs> and, and, and just one more point, just to That's back ironic, up, huh? just to back up uh, what Ben said before, the idea that, you know, we don't want the government. I'm sick of this nanny state. I'm sick of Big Brother, so I agree with both right. you guys. And I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a libertarian, but I agree with a lot of libertarian principles. And I'll say, uh, going even further than I don't want the government teaching my kids like a nanny or a Big Brother, 
I also blame parents for a lot of the issues that are going on as well, because a lot of these parents haven't graduated high school yet. A lot of parents, and I'm not, obviously not talking about you, Ray, but so many parents are just letting their kids down in a lot of ways, and they haven't even grown up yet. So I think a lot of problems there, and I think, yes, as a parent, you shouldn't, you know, don't end the kids', kids education with school. You have to also teach them other lessons that's not, they're, that are not being taught in the schools. So, so chiming in, chiming in here on a, oh, I'm sorry, Ray, go ahead. No, no, it's a parent's responsibility to teach the kids not the government, not to get involved with situation ethics, and you know, like right. I said, lying is always wrong. Sorry. Absolutely, I agree. And and Thank not only you. that, Ray, but you know, Barack yeah. Obama, who we were just talking about before, has literally Ooh, come out about? and said that Obama! that they should oh, go yes. and okay. th that the school should teach children about sexual education when they're in like kindergarten because the, the parents are never going to teach it. This guy has literally no. come out and said that. It's sick. Yeah. It's unbelievable, and it's it's completely you know we talk about the dumbing down of society. Now we're talking about a different type of you know programming, uh, mental programming. But Ray, yes, uh, white women and black women. Sure does. <laughs> Ray, anything else? in your mind no that's it you have a good night Ray, thank, thank you, Ray. you so much for the call. And once again, thank you for the support. I really, you know, we really do appreciate it here. Um, so, you know, folks, listen, if, if we're at a line, if you disagreed, certainly give us a call, 512-646-1984. When we get back, more uh, delving into the police state coming in our country and, of course, in the U.K. We'll talk about some U.K. syndrome. But a new presidential directive now demands widespread sharing of biometrics. So, folks, stay tuned. AnimalFarmShow.com. We shall return. Going crazy. It's straight... For us, the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Who has the milk and apples? Who has the milk and Well, I think Pius picked a good night to bring the scotch because once again, we're now second hour and we have our uh, our other intro. That's actually our real intro, folks. That's the actual Animal Farm intro. That's supposed to play in the beginning of the show. But you know, I guess oh, we're getting it fixed out. <laughs> we're getting it fixed. It'll be back to normal. Gosh, uh, nothing's ever normal. I hope ever. nobody's listening. All right, folks. So back on the news. Uh, once again, the number to call in is five one two six four six nineteen eighty four, and you can fast blast us via coast to coast lingo at Animal Farm Show. One word which is AIM. So I want to get more into this, Ben, and we'll start kind of a debate or, I guess, talk about this now. Presidential directive now demanding widespread sharing of biometrics. 
And biometrics is also kind of one of those topics that's kind of hot cold. Mostly we're completely against it because of what our government's about. George, because they keep, thank you, George. Because they keep taking our freedoms away because we know what's going to happen and how they're going to use it. But once again, folks, rinf.com is a great site for alternative news. Check it out. Big Brother wants your irises. George Bush just issued a directive to expand the acquisition of biometric information and to ensure that agencies across the executive branch share it. And the Bush administration may give it to foreign governments, too. What? Collusion, collusion, collusion. Uh, so often I talk to people and say, yeah, they're all kind of working for the same people. Uh, this is a good article to kind of open up people's minds here. All this according to National Security Presidential Directive Number 59, also known as Homeland Security Presidential Directive Number 24, which George W. Bush signed on June 5th. Thank you, George. The directive is aimed at, quote, known and suspected terrorists, end quote, as well as, quote, other persons who may pose a threat to national security, quote. Uh, you want to talk, talk about opening up the, you know, <laughs> the ability to basically say anybody speaking out against the government, because you could say that we right now are posing a threat to national security by opening up people's minds, therefore basically causing riots if, if 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 you know millions of people start figuring out what's it's going the on. same excuse that every single dictator every pirate single and fascist one. has used throughout the year now you're endangering the people and i have to protect the people because of your free speech is making them angry and they're going to riot and people are going to die and children are going to die and now we need to lock you up yeah if you want to apply to a sports fan because everybody in this country loves sports and i am no different i love sports but hey explain it like this okay they took the playbook from the 48 team and now they're using it in the 2008 team they're yeah. the same playbook same plays same strategy it's the same problem reaction solution nonsense that we've been getting since the very beginning and all governments and like you said ben all dictators are have done this exact same thing everything is national security homeland security the homeland the motherland Exactly, and it's freaking crazy. And I think this is an important way to, I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to compare Bush to Hitler because everybody just loses you there, even though there are plenty of similarities. But uh, this type of legislation is a good way to open up people's minds, say, well, why don't you look at this and compare it to what was going on uh, back in that day. So Absolutely. the directive does not say how these other persons who, quote, may pose a threat are to be defined. Grand, another great thing. So you can't even define who may pose a threat because they just may. Yeah. Um, and the directive is well. That's the whole point: is exactly. to leave it open-ended so that there's no uh, there's no absolute def definition, and you could just impose this law on whoever the hell you want. Exactly. That's just, the point. Know, via one nine five nine and yeah, thank you, Jesse. One nine five nine and one nine five five. Same idea. It's it's homegrown terrorism. That's the idea. That's the problem. People still think, oh, we're always under the threat of terrorism, and they're thinking of Islamic jihadist blowing yourself up in a, in a massive plane or airport or something like that. Now, the government's talking about anything mm -hmm. that can pose a threat to the nation's security. Now, security yeah. to them just means their own private security, their rouge, their, their attempt to trick us, that whole thing. So, um, I'll go on here a little bit more. The, the directive is so broadly worded that it appears to cover anyone in the government, anyone the government has biometric or other personal data on. So, the, I mean, we started this article off with biometrics and we got off on a tirade, but think about it now. They're, they're, they're trying to categorize whomever they like who may pose a threat as a terrorist, uh -huh. 
But now they're also, just like the UK and everybody, everybody else, Australia, they're getting biometrics. They're getting all this data. And before you know it, the CCTV, CCTV cameras will be in this country. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, just like in Minority Report and so many other films, like uh, Enemy of the State, we're going to have the surveillance society. We're yeah. going to have, and it's but not The Minority Report in general is, is a perfect an example of this article because now they're talking about iris scans and the Minority Report. It's funny, he, has, he literally rips his eyes out and gets them replaced with some Asian dude's eyes in order to to uh, avoid the police and the police state in that movie so it's it's getting to the point where vendetta it's the same thing it's anybody out there they have a whole dossier on everybody what you did and when you grew up you know what's your favorite team all this stuff um and and yet we're no safer than we were in 2000 in 1999 1998 so the directive actually states uh, this is a quote. To be most effective, national security identification and screening systems will require timely access to the most accurate and most complete biometric, biographic, and related that are or can be made available throughout the executive branch. God, I love freedom. God, I love freedom. I mean, is this just friggin' 1984 on steroids? God, I love freedom. So, and, you know, this rat... SOB President Bush ordered. Thank you, George. Bush ordered the executive departments and agencies to quote use mutually compatible methods and procedures in the collection, storage, use, anal- analysis, and sharing of biometric and associated information. So, well, yeah, you it, know, it's a collusion of governments. And then you talk about how passengers coming from any other country have to like sign in or they have to be checked and have a background check. Mm-hmm. It's just a. Pr- it really kind of is the via Alex dubbed uh, Alex Jones uh, prison planet. It's becoming yeah. ridiculous now. Well, you really got is. George Bush out. There, like we're all retarded now. <laughs> who's you. clearly just, who's clearly an SOB, like you said. I, I wish um, I could really use the language I want, but it, it, it won't fly. Talks a lot about, he talks a lot about, uh, you know, freedom and how we need to spread freedom and democracy well, yeah. throughout the world. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't care about it. Chertoff is another one. Chertoff, Michael, Michael, I am the devil, Chertoff. He doesn't, um, even, he doesn't even mention the word freedom. He, he never mentions we have, the word freedom. We have a special soundtrack here for Michael Chertoff in oh, the yeah. studio here. <laughs> Can you do the voice, Ben? Chertoff. <laughs> Tightening security on border reasons for violence. <laughs> Kurt Nimmo, this is coming out of InfoWars. He says, somebody needs to ask Michael Chertoff what he's smoking. Secretary of Homeland Security Michael Chertoff on Monday blamed tightened security on the U.S.-Mexico border for increased violence there. And he said the border will probably not be fully secured until 2011, two years after President Bush leaves office, reports CNS News. Chertoff added that quelling the violence will require working with the Mexican government and millions of dollars from American taxpayers of Congress funds the Maradena initiative. <laughs> the multi-year proposal would give Mexico $500 million and $50 million to Central America in 2008 to fight the drug cartels, uh, a.k.a. our government. Of course. <laughs> Another $450 yeah, yeah. Million and $100 million, respectively, will be given for fiscal year 2009. Uh, this guy is literally the devil. I am the devil. Sure tough. Well, that's he's the devil's son. That's, that's what the name means. But he, he looks like Skeletor. He talks uh, like devil Skeletor. Too, starring Michael Chertoff. <laughs> um, it's horrible. <laughs> it, it really is. And, you know, I guess a lot of times when we talk about this type of stuff, and I do have a follow-up here with the, I guess, the recognition software. But just before we get there, you know, people, when I talk to people about this, it's always, oh, they'll never get that. They'll never implement that. They'll never do this. It'll never go through. It'll never be signed, all this stuff. But you know what? It's happening. And the technology is so advanced. And just the technology that we're hearing about, never mind the technology we don't know about, but the technology that's out there up front in the mainstream news is so incredible that literally, I don't know if they're modeling it after 
the Minority Report type movies, mm-hmm. Minority Report, but you have now gate recognition software, which gate meaning how you walk. Yeah. Almost like if you walk your dog, you're gating your dog. G-A-I-T is how it's spelled. The gate recognition software now proposed for surveillance at a distance. So not only do they have the iris cameras, which eventually we'll, we're going to see, not only do they have biometric passports and thumbprints and all the stuff that will follow, and, of course, we'll talk about the airports now having the virtual strip search machines. We'll get to that. Just stay tuned. But now we have the gate recognition software. So now you can actually be categorized by how you walk. So if you're pissed off at your wife because she won't come on the trip with you or if someone just dumped you or if you just lost money in the stock market, yeah. whatever, or if your team just gave up the, you know, a home run, um, you might be pissed walking through the airport or through the city. And now they can actually recognize your body movement. Get this. Once again, uh, this is red, red Orbit, out of Red Orbit. Biometrics is commonly associated with retinal scans, iris recognition, and DNA databases. But researchers in India are working on another form of biometrics that could allow law enforcement agencies and airport security to recognize suspects based on the way they were, their characteristic gait. No! Yes, I'm not making it up. The team reveals details of a comprehensive framework for gait recognition by computer in the inaugural issue of the under, uh, excuse me, Inderscience publication, uh, the International Journal of Biometrics. So, uh, yeah, they're talking about actually, and we, this has been, you know, this happened, we've heard about this on several shows in the past, about, mm-hmm. you know, recognition software, about how, you know, how you react and how you move. Um, they point out here that a camera with a side view can record a set of keyframes or stances as a person heads for the security desk at an airport, military installation, or bank, for instance. Keyframes over the person's complete walk cycle can then be converted into silhouette form and statistical analysis, get this, yeah. using so-called Shannon entropy together with height measurements and the peri- periodicity of the gate used to classify the person's gate. Yeah. So, so it essentially records all your. Santa will bring me a dictionary so I can understand what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) It basically records all your movements, um, and and basically gives you a personal identification code, I guess I would say, that would put your movements and your behaviors into a database, and then later would would take that data from the database, and if you were behaving irrationally or angry or mad or something like that. That's the characteristic of your motion. Exactly. It would automatically pinpoint that, tell the user that's watching it that something is wrong, and then you would in turn be talked to by a person in a black uniform, I'm sure. Yeah. A friendly man. I'm I'm a a video producer, uh, so I can appreciate the technology. I mean, it, it makes it excites me that we have this technology, but I don't like what it's being used for. Mm-hmm. You know, look at in this case, consider the keyframes basically pictures. But I guess they're going to eventually, inf- you know, infuse 3D images. You know, God knows where they're going to go with this. But yeah, they're t- let, let's pretend you're just walking from you know one point to another. Pictures being taken as you take each step or in between and recorded and recorded, and then being able to analyze the movement of your body mm-hmm. almost as though like it's a 3D hologram or a hologram holographic image, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, it goes on here. The gate of, individuals, gate of individuals checking in in an airport can then be compared with the database. So, like you said, Ben, it's not just about this software. It's all about the fusion mm-hmm. of all the software back to the CCTV, uh, CCTV cameras and, of course, the, the databases. But perhaps even before they enter the airport concourse, such data then can be compared with CCTV footage. might also be used to track suspect terrorists or criminals, because that's the same thing these days, who may otherwise be disguising their features or being carrying forged documents. You know what, yep. Ben? Not for nothing, but 
I mean, do you look at how long humans have been around and how long airports have been around? I mean, I'm all in favor of security at the airport to a certain degree, but I mean, are, are planes getting hijacked every day? Is this like an epidemic that millions upon millions upon millions of people are just dying because terrorists are walking into airports? I mean, is there nothing else in this fading country that we have to look at to help people and protect them, like the economy or healthcare, besides this stuff? And of course, I'm being you know, tongue in cheek. I guess it's just better to keep the toothpaste off the flights and hope for the best. <laughs> I guess it is. It just makes you sick. And we, we know that we're, this is not going to make anybody any safer. It's just crazy. But I guess uh, everything with the government tries to do is this illusion. It's about trying to keep people under the influence of this illusion. Yeah. And this will obviously help, you know, make people think that they're safer all of a sudden. And the worst, the worst part about this is when it gets centralized and when it gets controlled and, and intertwined with all the systems throughout the world and every single American has to have its own uh, biometric signature, if you will, that that records how you walk, that records your fingerprint, that records your retina, everything. that records everything. So no matter what you do to try to get away from the government, if you try to form any type of resistance whatsoever, say if you want to try to start a violent revolution in this country, you're never going to be able to do it. You could get plastic surgery, you could change your face, you could change your eyeballs, you could change your fingerprints, you could do anything. But if you walk the same... It's over. It's over. You're caught. So what they're trying to do, essentially, is quell any type of future revolution whatsoever, oh, whether sure. it be violent or nonviolent. And what they're one of the ways that they're doing is that is with the fluoride, and they're trying to dumb us down and sure. make us uh, not even uh, have the ability to even know that we're under control. Yeah. And then once we get that all set, then it comes for the physical control. That's when the men in black suits show up at sure. your house and start checking to see that your pets, pets are properly microchipped, <laughs> that you're properly microchipped. <laughs> your kids have enough fluoride and aspartame or whatever the hell else they're going to do. <laughs> exactly. you know, maybe we're going off the deep end here, but you know what? But we're, we're heading for this hellhole. This you know? is going on. And if, we're not, and if we're not already off the deep end, then what the hell are we? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not making these articles up. I'm, I didn't write these articles. These are coming out. I mean, I just browse hundreds of, of websites every every week looking for... But the difference between you and the average person is you understand the history behind police states and, and yeah. fascist governments. You understand that uh, statistically over 200 million people were murdered last year by uh, by governments yeah. in general. Not, not necessarily a, a fascist government or a communist government, but just governments in general and control and people using power to... S to put their will on others. Sure. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, you understand that. The average person doesn't out there doesn't understand that. That's one of the reasons that we're doing this show. That's one of the reasons why you, the listener, need to go out there and tell people about this show, tell people about We the People Radio Network and all the other <clears throat> all the other great shows that are out there. Excuse me. Yeah, no, there's no question. I don't maybe I'm just crazy, but I guess I was just born with this idea that you're supposed to be you know, the instinct of protecting oneself. I guess maybe it's an animal instinct, but I just have this weird characteristic, this weird thing I do called protecting myself when I sense, you know, problems, fear, natural, when I sense it. a threat. Like yeah. Everybody, every animal in the world, every insect, everything, every organism has this thing. But some people, like you said, have been so dumbed down, they just don't care, they don't want to know, they don't give a, give a rat's But Anyway, folks, I want to talk about the airport scanners now doing the virtual strip searching. So everything like a little sandwich here. Awesome. Animalfarmshow.com, folks, stay tuned. We have much more when we come back. I haven't felt tension like that since... Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. 
Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees, along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, Parasites and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36 or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) All right, so like we left off with here with the sandwich of you know police state mayhem martial law. We gave you the, the two pieces of bread, some of the salad, maybe a little bit of tomatoes and mayonnaise, but now the meat, which is the airport scanners now doing virtual strip search no! on, on people. Yes, it's true, folks. Now we're reaching the uh, Total Recall movie yeah. with the, you know, walking through. You can see the skeleton and the guns beeping off. Body scanning machines that show images of people underneath their clothing are being installed in 10 of the nation's busiest airports in one of the biggest public uses of security devices that reveal intimate body parts. 
un Well, spank my ass and call me Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think it's the first I've ever heard wow, that Wow, that was a... <laughs> sometimes like, Correct! <laughs> see, that's the first one. I knew it. That was see, from, from the death. That bastard, he gets us sometimes. Pius. Pius. Jeez. Kudos to Pius. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Talk about losing train of thought. I don't yeah. know if I can even read right now. Thank you. <laughs> the Transportation Security Administration, or the TSA, uh, recently started using body scans on randomly chosen passengers in Los Angeles, Baltimore, Denver, Albuquerque, and at New York's Kennedy Airport. So right down the road. Nice. Airports in Dallas, Detroit, Las Vegas, and Miami will be added this month. Reagan National Airport in Washington starts using a body scanner today. A total of 38 machines will be uh, used within the coming weeks. Wow. That's incredible. And what it does, and what it does is it takes a picture of you, it shows the outline of your body, the shape. Now, people go out there and they spend thousands of dollars on clothes to try to hide their natural shape. And try to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Point. It's, it's very true, but then you go through these scanners out there and they're just literally exposing your junk out there in the open I for mean, everybody to see. And it's not about, it's not about protection. It's not about security. Um, I don't know what chick out there is going gonna, is gonna to hide like a razor blade in her sniz. I don't know what's oh, you know boy. it's just it doesn't <laughs> can we get a dictionary on that here? <laughs> it doesn't is it doesn't <laughs> it that? just doesn't make sense but it's it's not it's not there to protect people overall okay. you know and you have metal you have metal yeah. detectors out there that can detect that stuff the only excuse for putting these in is if a woman hides a bomb in her sniz it's the only way or a guy hides what? it up his ass it's the only way that that makes sense if you can hide a bomb up your ass you deserve to get on a plane you know why? <laughs> let's just be honest this is ridiculous you can take me oh, this is the only only way that that that, that this X-ray thing makes sense. You Do know? you agree? Am I talking oh, crazy no, here? Listen, I, I am the choir. You know, the listeners are the choir. We're just preaching. We it's know. It's just about the. It's, it's about dehumiliating people. It's about exactly. making them unconscious it's and about, self-conscious and making them scared and frightened. That's all it's about, exactly. man. It's about control. It's about mind control over everything else in there and everything that follows it. It's about making people realize that they are slaves. They are not free. They are not innocent until proven guilty. They are actually the exact opposite. It's reciprocation. Now it's yeah. Guilty until proven innocent. We cover this all the time. Ben, I agree 100%. Now, granted, um, you know, if, if, if it's inconvenient to take off your friggin' shoes and your socks and get the, the you know, the wand out and you gotta take everything out, laptops in a separate box and mm-hmm. all this stupid nonsense that is really just unnecessary for the most part. Yeah. Um, oh, crap. But you know what? At the same time, I don't, you know, I have no problems you could look at me naked i don't really care but this is wrong <laughs> this is wrong okay uh it's completely uh, un-american to be doing this and and we have to look up that word snitch whatever that's all about we'll get to that later on but is <laughs> so uh, okay this is a tsa security director saying it's the wave of the future yay james shear s-c-h-e-a-r uh baltimore washington international thurgood marshall airport geez that's a long name where two body scanners are in use at one checkpoint so folks the bottom line is this any major airport, I guess within the next month or two, three months, it's going to be implemented. And you have to now, as an American citizen, that we have to start, and I travel all the time, Ben, you have to start asking yourself the question, am I comfortable with this? And do I not fly now because I am not, I'm not comfortable? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. See, they got us by the, you know... You come up with a word, Ben, but because we, you know, people have to travel. I mean, it's not just yeah. pleasure; it's business. And uh, I'm sure this is going to speed up the lines. I guarantee you, this is going to speed up the lines uh, at the airport. You're probably not having to smell everybody else's feet, which is really horrible, especially <laughs> at the end. No, not for nothing, Ben. But seriously, I went to JFK recently, and it's, it, it smelled like a cat died in the sewer. Someone's feet smelled so bad. So there is a small benefit, but at the, at the end of the day. 
It's one more way of taking away your freedoms and, like George Carlin often says, reminding you that they can F with you anytime you want as long as you put up with it. Absolutely. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. We are here today to affect a change. We are here today to fuel the deconstruction of the official we are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today to begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. Ben, Pius, I am Tony. We're having a great time. We're drinking scotch. We're Americans. We're free. <laughs> yes, and we're no. about to take some phone calls. So Todd in Ohio, on the animal farm, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, by the way, Snowball did it. Say again? I said Snowball did it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Todd. We're having trouble hearing you. you got to speak up. There's a little joke on your guys' name. I said Snowball did it. <laughs> okay, all right, excellent. <laughs> what's on your mind, Todd? Thanks for the call. responded there um okay so go, what do you think what do you think the uh, the cause is you think it, the, the meeting itself has something to do with it well i think they told all their big boys with all the money to dump their stock because something bad's about to happen i think they're gonna <clears throat> i think something's gonna happen with the dollar i mean it only makes sense that all these guys together and then the very next week the uh the financial markets the financial sector really takes a takes a really bad hit i mean key bank stock is all the way down from 23 dollars to 12 dollars 38 cents yeah, you know, you know, you know what I found real interesting, Todd, and I'm sure it's not the first time, but I never actually saw a picture of Ben Bernanke at one of these Bilderberg conferences. Maybe it is the first time. I don't really know, and I won't speculate. But I definitely saw a picture of him in a you know limo, whatever town car. He was at this meeting. Ben Bernanke, the you know chief officer of the Federal Reserve, My Federal Reserve chairman. Chairman, thank you, Ben. Um, you know, damn it, I wanna I wanna swear so bad right now, but. You know, bleep, bleep, bleep. I want to know what this son of a... I think it's my opinion yeah. of it. I think it was... Thank you, Pius. I want to know what this rat bastard is saying at these conferences. We obviously have a right to know what happens at these conferences. And anybody who is part of the United States government obviously is in... Uh, breaking the Logan Act, isn't they? Aren't they? I think they have to go uh, travel overseas to break it. I'm, I could be wrong, though. I could be completely wrong. Um, but I think that's what the case is. Go ahead, Todd. As long as they're meeting with a public official uh, representing another government in private, that's against the Logan Act. Exactly, uh, okay, yeah. So it, it doesn't have to be overseas. Thank, Thank you, Todd. That, that's right. Okay, yeah. So this is complete, this is lawlessness. They need either congressional approval or uh, direct approval from the president. And who knows yeah, if I get direct approval from the president behind closed doors, but I think that stuff has to be public. <laughs> but I, I guarantee you, Ben Bernanke is probably going to continue to be an interventionalist, which is going to make the collapse be even worse because. Uh, nothing like making that line go straight until it drops. 
You know, instead yeah. of getting yourself into the pit, it's just a it's just a it's just a straight down line if you follow trend analysis in the markets or not. But interventionalism is what made the uh, crash in 1929 so drastic. Sure, I, I think that he's he's a very good scholar of uh, of the the crash of 29. He's studied it thoroughly and. And it worries me that he's taking these uh, steps that he's taking, being so knowledgeable in the stock market crash of 29. So uh, the, the best that I could give to everybody is start getting into precious metals and uh, get, get some stuff that's real, that has real value and stop dealing in this paper and you'll probably be all right. Yeah, no, Todd, it's good advice. Believe me, I've I've uh, definitely souped up on silver. I've been, gotten a lot of silver in the last couple months. Um, unfortunately, we're up against a break. Todd, thanks for the call. Folks, when we get back, we shower turn. Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don, for making my job so much easier, because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work, we can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them, and what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect, that yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart, and also has metal chelating effect, and most of the other herbs in there find that strengthen the arteries, they help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, it's working on the liver, it's working on the arteries. What more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Hey, this is Nancy. And this is Katie. And we're with the Liberty Cafe Show. We have some huge news. Ron and Carol Fall are going to be on our show Saturday, June 21st at 10 p.m. If you have a question for Ron or Carol, please email us at libertycafeshow at gmail.com because we're going to pick out the best ones. That's right. Make sure you listen in on Saturday nights to the Liberty Cafe Show every Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight. Hey, Nancy. Yes, Katie. Are you going to bring the beer this time? Or am I? Katie, this is supposed to be a uh, family show. We're supposed to keep beer thing quiet. But it's on Saturday night. All right, I got the beer. Okay, sweet. Okay, guys, don't forget, Ron and Carol Paul are going to be on our show June 21st, 10 p.m. Hey, you know, I feel like we're almost legitimate or something. <laughs> almost. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, don't forget to email us. That email is libertycafeshow at gmail.com, and we're going to see you all then. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. People know that Dennis Kucinich, Democrat, just recently came out, great Democrat, by the way, oh, yeah. just recently came out with impeachment articles for President Bush. Lots of them. Lots of impeachment articles. Um, not only just guess, on the... Another one of my heroes. I love this guy. Yeah, he's, he's great. Another, uh, not only just for the lies that led us to the Iraq war and all other, other things, police state and uh, uh, violating our rights, Patriot Act, all those things, but he yeah. put out... 9-11 related articles of impeachment mm -hmm. um, and then stated some of the facts which I thought were incredible mm -hmm. um, this is another one, uh, this is from 9-11 Blogger um, and uh, you should uh, you should definitely Google this, we don't have time to play all the clips because they're all extremely long sure. but the Kucinich 9-11 related articles of impeachment, if you Google that you, it'll come up with YouTube clips uh, it's great to listen to all these he, he must have spent a lot, a lot of time coming up with all this and writing all this. I must have been working on it for a year at least. I mean, Maybe. Um, but but he came up with all these uh, prior knowledge things about 9-11, and the man is just a true patriot. Um, and then he goes on O'Reilly's show and um, has it with O'Reilly, and O'Reilly's just a doofus who literally tries to change the subject. Yeah, doesn't let he him really talk does. at all. He really does. He's the worst talk show host I've ever seen in my entire life. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, then, from a Fox News perspective, he's one of the best. Because they're the methods in which the hosts, and all of them are trained in doing this. It's not just O'Reilly, Hannity. It's the Fox and Friends. And trust us, folks. It is training. It's all, oh, no, it's guaranteed. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, go, go rent out Fox. <laughs> it's a great documentary. Yes. But um, it's every host, the Fox and Friends crew, it, you know, the Heidi, all the people. And um, they're so good at being able to divert attention. You try to bring up a topic, oh, well, you know, like, for example, they're talking about the troops. Like, oh, you know, the, this guy was sending out uh, letters and documentaries to the troops explaining how corrupt our government is. And yep. then they come back with, oh, is, do you think this is what the troops really want? I think that's where they, uh -huh. all these crazy questions just to try to divert attention. So, yeah. you know, O'Reilly's good at it. But I think in this case, I think he gets his, his butt handed to him. I think his sentence does a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. If he doesn't, he won't yeah, shut up I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. <laughs> Here it is. Yep. Segment tonight, a House vote to impeach President Bush was tabled this afternoon. They sent it to committee, which means the majority of Congress people don't want to deal with it. Joining us now from D.C. is the sponsor of the controversial legislation, Congressman Dennis Kucinich. How could you call this controversial? It wasn't tabled. All right, but you know what that is. Come on. We all know that is, look, we don't want to deal with this. Let's throw it in there. and it'll well, I made the motion for it to go to committee. Okay. But it's not going anywhere. And and people on my radio program are saying, why is a smart guy like Dennis Kucinich wasting everybody's time, taxpayers' money, on this nonsense? Not going to happen. When we got 
out-of-control gas prices. We got Iran saber-rattling like crazy. Let's concentrate on the things that really matter. Okay. Dennis will get to it eventually, but think about the contradiction now. Now, O'Reilly's going to, this whole interview, O'Reilly's going to bitch and moan about how we have to fix the gas problem. But, yes. what's one of the reasons why we have the gas problem, apparently? Because we're at war. And all the rising of the gas prices is all based on rumors of war and profit to be made. Policy. Foreign policy. And Low what dollar. does Kucinich want to impeach Bush about? One of the things. To going to war under false pretenses. Yeah. So it's a circular thing. It's a 360 thing. comes right back to really bite O'Reilly in the butt. And another if, thing, if you're smart enough to know. Another thing, yeah, I'd like to point out before we sure. continue on here, and I'm and, and sorry, we were only 45 seconds. Oh, we're going to be pausing this one. Don't <laughs> worry. But he, he goes, you know, it's like this alien notion that the president should be impeached. It's, it's actually, if you look at it in a reality-based spectrum, it's actually a very normal for the president to be impeached under circumstances. Very American. Yes, in, American, in, in, a, in a true American world, it would be very normal for the president to be impeached because of the clear violations of all the constitutional laws and all that stuff but he goes out there and he says oh it's nonsense it's bs nobody's going to go for it why are you wasting people's time he is a pure expert at being a propagandist doofus yeah it's just, just yeah no, no, it's, not, it's not incredible meanwhile i mean it should be you know the least that should happen is george okay. should be peach he should be tried yeah exactly we'll let the scumbag talk a little bit i have no answer for that do you yes i do uh first of all uh, i've been involved in doing something about oil prices by being the sponsor of a bill for windfall profits tax that would stop the oil companies in their tracks. Uh, furthermore, I'm the co-sponsor of a bill so that every American would have decent health care. I've been working on an alternative energy approach, which would create millions of jobs in, in creating solar and uh, wind energy uh, microtechnologies. I mean, I'm, I'm involved in all that, but, you know, there's also over 150,000 of our young men and women who are in Iraq putting their lives on a line and there's been plenty of information brought forward, Bill, that would suggest that the cause of the war was uh, based on uh, misleading statements. I don't know. I, mean, I read McClellan's book, and he didn't have any hard facts in there. But look, we look like. Did, did you read? Did you war. read Rockefeller's report? Uh, I did. I, read, I skimmed it. I, yeah, I'll, I'll pause it. <laughs> yeah. That means he didn't read it. That's what I say when I don't it's read it. Yeah, yeah, I heard Here's that. another thing that he does, though. He goes out there and he says, "Oh, that doesn't have any hard facts," and he just says that doesn't have any hard. He facts. never read it. No, and then, no way he read it. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have hard facts. He just says it doesn't. Therefore, people go, "Oh, well, it must not." have any hard facts it must be just partisan bipartisan uh, nonsense blah 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 well ben and maybe let me try to make another analogy here if i may uh, regarding the dumbed down population if you are a green bay packers fan your leader is brett Favre. Right. everything brett Favre does you agree with okay. anything basically and that is their leader if you are a suffering fluoride ridden aspartame idiot like most people in this country, unfortunately, or a lot of people in this country, you look to Bill O'Reilly for education. It doesn't matter that you don't read the newspaper or that you read the New York Post. It's that you just want a cheerleader. Yeah. You just want a, you know that semi-leader uh, to do that type of thing. So, yeah, O'Reilly could say anything. O'Reilly could say the sun doesn't exist, that the earth is flat. That you know the air is unfit to breathe, and, and their people are going to listen to it. So, uh, and 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 I, the reason why I know this, and I'm not trying to be an arrogant idiot, but I know from you know specific Hannity and Combs quotes from Sean Hannity, one of my good friends, has spit them right back at me. You know, and it's it's just the language. There there are masters of language, and that's how you control thought. Yeah, read the whole thing. I don't think any human being on earth has read the whole thing, including you. Let me tell you what he's. I don't want to. Can I quote from it? (laughs) It doesn't really matter. We're we're winning the war in Iraq right now, (laughs) and 
perhaps okay. that'll help the United States. But let's get back to your. Maybe it won't. Maybe, maybe it won't help us. To maybe stay in Iraq, and maybe it will because we got a maybe Ron we're there to deal with. But no, look, please don't have it. He just said we have a Ron to do. I didn't catch that the first time. Of course he does. Of now course we, we have, have a Ron to do. Deal. Ron, yeah. But don't please, Dennis. Don't have a philosophical conversation with this freaking moron. Just talking to a freaking dog. It's crazy. You, you, how would you feel about that? Uh, if you know, if you sure. can prove, if anybody can prove that there's a lie, well, then you got to bring in Bill Clinton and Tony Blair and Hillary Clinton and Al Gore and John Kerry. You got to bring them all in. Because they all were on board in the beginning. Well, that's the other thing, too. Hold on, let me post this. Lest we, I'm sorry, Ben, I apologize. No, that's okay. That's how bad it is. The blood is starting to curdle. We can't even get through 45 seconds of a Fox News clip. Headphones are starting to get all sweaty with anger. things that make Um, you angry. So we got, you know, just like any Fox News pundit, we got the Iran thing in there. Mm -hmm. Check. Yep. We got the interrupting thing. Check. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, diverting the attention away from what the guest that you friggin' invited is trying to talk about. Check. (laughs) What are we missing? Uh, We got plenty of propaganda, but we're missing the idea of the paradigm. So, O'Reilly, being the expert he does, let's get right into the Democratic Party. Oh, now you're saying George Bush should be impeached. Are you talking about proof? No. Well, what about Clinton? What about Bill Clinton? It's the Democrats. It's the Republicans. The Democrats. So Coke and Pepsi, yeah. left or right, red and blue. So now the, 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 all the checks, I think, are marked. O'Reilly has done his job. Now he's going to get on the Democratic Party. The first two minutes and 50 seconds. He's good. Seconds. Oh, this guy, that's why he's the best. He's good. He's good. Go well, President Clinton through an impeachment for a uh, consensual sex act. Now he's a perjury rap. And, and that's right. He, you know, he lied. We all understand that. But you know what? This is a totally different magnitude. All right. Can I get uh, on to really what I want to talk about here? I think it's nonsense, it's and I think you shouldn't waste your time on it. But I do applaud you for trying to get something done about the oil gouge, which is killing everybody. But... The windfall profits tax is too downsized. You know, see, I think Cassandra's missed an opportunity there. Yeah. O'Reilly just said, I don't think you should waste your time with this. Now, if you would have said anything against, you know, blah, 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 the war, what do the Fox News correspondents say to you or the pundits say or the hosts say? You're endangering the lives of the troops. Mm-hmm. So if I was Kucinich, and I know he's probably just baffled by the stupidity, yet, <laughs> yet, yet the brilliance at the same time of O'Reilly, but what I would have done, I think he missed an opportunity to say, hold on a second, Bill, you're telling me that I'm wasting my time trying to defend the lives of our own troops? Yeah. You rat bleep, go on. It's incredible. That's it's- what I would have done. <laughs> To it. Number one, Sorry. they would pass the cost of anything extra they have to pay to the government onto the consumer, and you couldn't stop them. And number two, they could say, hey, all right, you don't want us to make this kind of money? We're not going to drill anywhere. We're not going to look for anything and blank you. So that's the downside, and how do you, how do you answer that? Well, you answer it this way, and that the tax is structured in such a way as that would be a tax not at the pump but on profits. And it'd be 100% tax, and the money would go into a fund that would give the American people tax credits for the purchase of ultra-efficient American, American-made cars uh, that would. I will finish this when we get back, folks. You are listening to the Animal Farm. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. Stay tuned. Stick around. Hang out with us. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. 
Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed, and it's priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now. Like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Anzuri, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We the People Radio Network. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Animal Farm Show, the one and only website is animalfarmshow.com, animalfarmshow.com. Um, if you'd like to call us, 512-646-1984. If you'd like to drop us an instant message, a fast blast, it is AOL instant message screen name Animal Farm Show. You are correct. Yes, and we are playing, uh, as of right now, we're playing a... a horrible clip of O'Reilly, and I apologize to everybody listening because it's just <laughs> it's that bad, uh, interviewing Dennis Kucinich, and uh, he's changing the subject, he's doing all these retarded things, and we are attempting here at the Animal Farm to point out the stupid propaganda of Fox News. The obvious propaganda. Yes. Too. You're right. So here it is continuing on. Help to prime the pump of the economy. There's another element of this too. As the chairman of the Domestic Policy Subcommittee, I've been looking into the role of the Commodity Futures Trading oh, I'm with you on that. Go get them. 
Wow. Well, yeah, oh, no, that's great. Well, <laughs> shut you, up, you know what they're doing? They're actually standing back while all the speculation is going. has nothing to do with supply and demand. Absolutely. Driving the price of oil. Get up. And, uh, you know what? I didn't know that we were together on something. You, oh, yeah, you ought to take all of your time. Knock off the dopey partisan impeachment no, stuff. I, listen, it's ridiculous. Listen, you ought to do that. Tell you how Get those bad guys. <laughs> you want me to tell you how they're connected? One of the articles of impeachment has to do with the secret meetings that Vice President Cheney held with the oil companies. I mean, it, we, we cannot forget that this administration is tied very closely to the oil industry, which is why nothing's been done out of Washington to try to block yeah, the oil you get companies. If you smoking gun, then I can take it seriously because somebody meets with somebody. And that's not no, an no, no. There were secret. You can't even get documents from the meetings. This is one of the problems. So I, you know, I think right. that if you can't get Bill, them, you don't have it. You know, that's Bill. what I'm telling you. <laughs> so, okay, go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Shut up! He, he, Bill, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing it. I, I'm trying to, in my mind, I'm, I'm coming up with this brainstorm. You go first. It's just, he, uh, I, I, no, you go first. Okay, well, I'm, so, I'm done. According to Bill O'Reilly. You made me very angry. According to Bill O'Reilly here, it's okay for people within our own government, actually the vice president in this case, it's okay to Bill O'Reilly that Dick Cheney can go and talk privately with any company he feels necessary, no matter what. That's, that doesn't offend Bill. Uh -huh. it's, but then it's also ridiculous to even think about impeaching the president. Yeah, for crimes. Yeah, or for questionable acts, to say the least. So, the problem—it's so amazingly obvious. Anybody out there, you just turn turn off Friends for one second. Turn off the the ridiculous game shows and the reality shows where people eat things and date. <laughs> for two, just for five seconds, just say, look, just just calm down for a second here, and just try to look at what's going on in the. The reason why you don't know what's going on is because of this man and because of so many women and men like him on these friggin' networks. And it doesn't end with Fox News, folks. It just begins. Yeah. And maybe they're the ultimate. They're the kings of marginalization. They're, they're the kings of taking stuff. important topics and making them incredibly yeah. unimportant, useless, retarded. I've been listening to so much neocon sure. radio lately, and every single time somebody calls in, I mean, I was listening to some dude the other night, Bob Grant, and some guy calls in and he talks about civil liberties being um, being taken away and how uh, real conservatism doesn't exist anymore and they're all neoconservatives, and he asks this guy, where are you from? The hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, exactly. He asks him, where is he from? What are you doing? It's, it's, it's bananas, and it's just it has nothing to do with anything. They won't address the issues. Uh, they literally put people on mute out there, and oh, it's yeah. it's horrible. But continuing on. Well, well, hold on. But the other thing, too, is, and I hate to use the Matrix reference, the movie The Matrix, but it's so important, uh, the first Matrix, when they're talking about the agents, how they are the gatekeepers, that even if you do, no matter what you do, you have yeah. to beat the gatekeepers. They're the ones holding the keys to so many things, uh, you know, media, free speech, talking, and it, like I said, it's not just Fox News, not just O'Reilly and Hannity, it's uh, Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, it's friggin' Anderson Cooper and Larry King on CNN, Chris Matthews, and these rat bums, uh, and it doesn't even end there, I mean, even CNBC, uh, who's supposed to be like a financial network all the time, I mean, you, you gotta hear what I hear in the morning, it's like, oh, the dollar's gonna get better, it's gonna rally, let's get everybody together, <laughs> it's like these, these friggin' cheerleaders get together and they just bullcrap the public you know what i want to say i'm not going to say it and the thing that's so bizarre about it is that it's so it's so vast and widespread that the average person out there can't even believe it they can't look on the tv and they can't say every single one of these douchebags is lying i think it's even worse that's than that and i think it's the fact that people don't even understand they don't even comprehend they don't even care it, it, that's why when you try to actually open up someone's mind
on and the paradigm shift happens and then their belief system kicks in and then they just think you're completely nuts. Yeah. When in reality, they're the ones who are the sheep. They have their belief system. It works for them. They make their stupid $50,000 a year. They have their cool car. They go to their clubs and they live their life, which is fine. But it's not going to be fine when, yeah, but you know what? when it hits the fan. Next time, next time anybody acts stupid and douchey to you and does that, <laughs> you have to say, listen, man, gas is $4.50 oh, yeah. a gallon because you are well, a stupid douche. Well, it's because you, <laughs> it's because you are not paying attention to anything. It's because you are letting criminals get away with criminal things. You because are, you are not paying attention, you, are, you stupid douche. You are paying for this war with your own money. And meanwhile, the BBC just uncovered billions, okay, $23 billion lost in Iraq. The BBC investigation estimates that around $23 billion Whoops. may have been lost, stolen, or just not properly accounted for I'm go with in Iraq. One. In Iraq, for the first time, the extent to which... So, so we can't get bulletproof shirts for our troops or bulletproof vests. We can't get Humvees that, that are stronger. But $23 billion is just missing somehow. This is complete. Just, just shut up and support the troops. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, what I'm doing right now is hurting the troops and it's putting their lives in danger. You're right, Ben. I should How shut up. You. This is crazy. Uh, your money. This is your friggin' money. They're just stealing it now. They're not even bringing it for the war. So it's like but how. What's going on around? Yeah, it's how far down this friggin' hole can we go? How much more corrupt can you possibly be in this government? How much lawlessness can go on before people start getting angry? Like the network clip says, we have to acknowledge and start getting mad first. Before you talk about any solutions, it's about acknowledgement. So, Are you ready for a war? Yeah, I mean, this is just, <laughs> if this isn't enough to make you want to just smash your head against the wall, then what is? Yeah. Troops are dying and we're stealing the money from them? Are you friggin' kidding me? $23 billion? Yeah. We, have a very, we have a very honorable congressman coming forward and putting articles Trying his best. Trying to get some form of justice in this government, what's happening, and then he gets literally laughed at, literally gets put out on, on, on his ass on Fox News while this guy freaking just tells him that nothing that he's talking about. He, you know how many hundreds of hours this guy must have spent on these impeachment things, and then he goes on this show and this it's, freaking it's, yeah, clown it's, yeah. tells him that he shouldn't, that he's wasting his time and that he shouldn't worry. This is one of the most patriotic things I've ever seen a congressman do. This is this is on the level of Ron Paul. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, this guy well, this is, is in some ways above Ron Paul. Absolutely. Ron Paul like to stir up the crap anymore like he used to do back in the day. Absolutely. This, doesn't give a damn. This is good stuff. This is what we need. This is absolutely 100% what we need. And when he goes on live television, this really proves how far we've come and how crappy things are in this country. When he goes on live television and a, a guy who gets massive amount of ratings, way more than we get, he goes out there and he tells that it's not a big deal. He's wasting his time and it's not going to happen. This guy's trying to shape reality. O'Reilly, that's what he's doing. He's trying to shape reality. He's trying to, to make every single one of his, his sheeple followers followers understand that this is a waste of time blah 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 so when you go out and you talk to somebody about about impeaching president bush they're going to just say oh it's a waste of time it's nonsense it's never going to happen yeah. shut up dude you don't you don't it's the idea that we it, it's way it's past that we're you. powerless it's that we're powerless exactly. he tries to say everything is, is powerless nothing nobody has any uh, ability to affect change at all you're powerless shut up and do nothing you sheeple it's crazy. Trillions missing from the Pentagon. If you know somewhere around there, twenty-three billion now by the B.
BBC just uh, undercovered uh, estimate that 23 billion now have been either lost, stolen, or just not accounted for. 23 billion dollars. Yeah. 23 billion. Wow. And you know, you just try to think about what half that money, what a quarter of that money, what one tenth of that money could have done for the troops where it should have went. Mm-hmm. For even just people back here at home, you know, it, it's just it makes you sick, and and you realize how bad of a situa- situation we're really in. Yeah. It's not just the average, you know, congressman just filtering money or laundering money. This is just complete and utter lawlessness, chaos, anarchy, whatever word you want to use that mm-hmm. is probably going to be more articulate than uh, my words, but uh, maybe I'll cue up this McKinney C-SPAN clip when she, cr- she grills Rumsfeld about the trillions missing from the Pentagon. Do you want to finish this clip or is it even worth it? No, it's no. point? Because you, know, you, get, you get the idea. You guys can all check it out. And, um, and I think Pi just pointed out the war was supposed to cost Less than one billion dollars, and not only yes. that, but it was, to, it was supposed to. It was supposed to. It was supposed to give us cheaper gas. That's what they that said. That was the they idea. Literally, we gas, so we can have it. And then yeah. we got four dollars and fifty cent gallons of gas out there, yeah. and the president is on television, still pretending like he's doing his job. It's incredible. Yeah. And O'Reilly can sit there with a straight face without. <laughs> I know, I, I'm, I'm coming close, man. I'm coming close. Oh, my goodness. He can sit there without soiling his drawers. We're going to go smash bottles in a minute. I was going to say something folks. a lot worse, but a lot more funny. He can sit there and say to the people, the sheeple listening, watching, we're winning the war in Iraq. When nothing, Liar! nothing could be farther from the truth. Uh, from the truth, and we know from from troops calling in, from veterans calling in, that this is what's going on. We're not making it up. We're not liberals for crying out loud. It's just crazy. This way is not even close enough time to play the C-SPAN clip. I'm kidding. Maybe next show, Ben. But this is the kind of stuff that really, when you talk about the troops and the yeah, war. Yeah, just Google, just Google McKinney grills Rumsfeld. You'll get it. Yeah. Maybe you know. Yeah. I was going to just let off the show with it. I, I, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. We're going to let off the show with the rest of this clip. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and hopefully we'll get it in there. But folks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for the emails, the calls. Uh, we will be here next week, Tuesday, hopefully from our satellite station. Folks, Ben Pyatt, I am Tony Pack saying dissent in your government is as American as apple pie. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you Tuesday. I thank the uh, gentleman, the uh, gentlelady from uh, Georgia, Ms. McKinney. Oh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Secretary, I watched President Bush deliver a moving speech at the United Nations in September 2003 in which he mentioned, he mentioned the crisis of the sex trade. The president called for the punishment of those involved in this horrible business. But at the very moment of that speech, DynCorp was exposed for having been involved in the buying and selling.